Well, good evening and welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to another informative episode of All That Matters Talk Show. This is your girl, Dr. Angela Griffin, aka Dr. A, and I am so excited today because we are celebrating our first anniversary here on All That Matters Talk Show. Now, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, just want to let you know that our brand concept for each broadcast is to interview and discuss all that matter topics with our special guests who are simply here to share answers, resources, tips, strategies. And in our case, we want today to talk about our six pillars, which will help us propel into our new strategy. And so they are business, legal matters, education, nonprofit, technology, and healthcare. Now, we call these our pillars because we believe that these are the topics after one year that have helped us to propel our listeners into their purpose. So without any further ado today, I have on board, well, all of us were supposed to be here, but all of our officers were invited, but life has happened. So right now you're stuck with just myself, but our officers of IGMA are Mary Ford, which is our president, Belinda Carrington, which is our Chief Financial Officer, Sandra Dunson, which is our Chief Administrative Officer, and then you have myself, that CEO and whatever they tell me to do to make sure that we carry out our mission and vision. So having that bit of a background, I just want to let you know that with me right now is our CFO, Belinda Carrington. Belinda, how are you doing? I'm good. And you? I am good. I can't believe it, girl. It's been a whole year that we've been riding this radio talk show wave. Yay, IGMA. What are your thoughts about that? It went by so quick, but they say time flies when you're having fun. Uh, It's hard to believe we are year in already. We've already completed a year. Uh, It's been a true learning experience. And it's been a good experience as well. Yes, ma'am. Echoing true learning experience. Maybe if you can, we both maybe will share a little bit about what we've been doing since the pandemic. I mean, you can kind of let me know if you've got a new title or just, we know a little bit about your background. People can go to our website and see that. But if you can just maybe let people know what strength you bring to this radio talk show as well as the nonprofit. Well, I work every day in finance, but since the pandemic has started, I have become somewhat of a life coach and counselor. <laughs> this is true. I'm a, I'm a client. <laughs> uh, and, and that's not a bad thing. Um, one thing I've seen more so in during this pandemic is that people lack coping skills and and they're seeking help and a lot of times they don't know where to go to seek that help so sometimes the person closest to you and we all have somebody we can bounce things off of if we don't we all need to have someone we can bounce things off of hopefully someone who's stable and won't give you bad advice. Ooh, you know, it's interesting that you picked up on the coping skills. That's part of your new role, life coach and counselor, amid you're having to do your regular job, if you will. I, 
I hate to say job, but career in finance. I applaud you like yourself. I've had to put on many hats. I've had to, of course, relocate to Florida. My parents could no longer live alone. Unfortunately, my godfather has since passed away during the pandemic. And it's been a whirlwind trying to find that balance for me personally. So I must admit, learning how to cope while trying to still remain a faculty member, teaching doctoral, master's and undergraduate students, being a caregiver, and that's a whole nother topic all by itself, ladies and gentlemen. If you're one of those people that have been writing in saying we need to do that, I will assure you, we will take that on at some point. But I wanna go back to, Belinda, the coping part of it. When you say coping, because, well, let me just say this. If you recall, when we started this organization some almost 11 years ago, we stated as our mission, we are a public and charitable nonprofit 501c3 organization specializing in empowering others through training, developing, and hosting community awareness initiatives to enhance individual and organizational coping skills. All I can say is, wow. It took us getting together to reflect back on how important coping skills are. So as far as coping skills, maybe elaborate more on that, why you believe that's maybe, is that a topic that you would agree we need to possibly look to start bringing that into our mix? I think absolutely. I think we've got a lot of people who, if not already back into the office full-time, will be going back into offices full-time. And I think sometime in business, management tends to take the human element out of things. And I understand their position, but you can't forget that you're dealing with humans with life problems that no, they don't bring them to work, but the results of whatever they're going through will be reflected in their work if they're not addressed. So I guess that's kind of why I became somewhat of a life coach counselor during this time is because sometimes people need to be able to bounce things off of you and hear some, some sound advice. Uh, it may not always be what they want to hear, but it should be what they need to hear to move forward. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, equally is important. I can just see this, you know, we talked about when we first started today that our pillars, just from having gone through a year, the opportunity to serve as a co-host or, or as a host, if you will, of this radio show, I can just tell you publicly, I don't know that I could have done this without you. And I just want to let people know this isn't like a class we took. Sandra came through, the producer of Artistic Throttle, and said, hey, how serious are you about that talk show? I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm going to do that thing one day. And she's like, so how do you know when it's time? And I'm like, you know, the Lord will drop it in my lap. Needless to say, she was a messenger, came to me and said, you ready? You think you have a show ready by, say, July? And I'm thinking, July? Uh, and notice I just kind of... I went quiet because I'm thinking, okay, I can't do this by myself in my mind. And I hate to use the word can't, but this was a major undertaking, Belinda. I mean, uh, all jokes aside. Yeah, it was a learning experience because neither one of us had any background in it. 
you know, and we were really kind of doing on the job training. You better um, say it. <laughs> well, well, let's just let people know when we named it, I knew what topics, but I'm like, okay, Belinda, what, what, what do we name the show? And I think I had come up with something else. And then you said ATM, I'm thinking, girl, we're not trying to get money. And you broke it down and you said, all that matters. And I thought, oh, light bulb moment. I was so excited because since we had the ATM, I just took off personally. Me, I'm saying me. I started calling on people. I need you to talk because I wasn't sure who was going to talk on our show. But thank God, God said that he would send the messengers. And when I tell you, outside of the fact that maybe it's safe to tell the people that I, as a reminder, I do not select any of the songs. I tried. Do you remember that day, Belinda? Uh, I kind of remember the day that you chose a song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And A as in singular. <laughs> And, and we decided, we made an executive decision from that point on that you would do the talk show part, part and I would do the songs. And you I appreciate you for, for allowing me. <laughs> it, it's not that, it's not that I couldn't, I think it's better I shouldn't. Would you agree? Uh, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> Needless to say, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take a quick break. And I'm kind of choked up here because I'm thinking back to that moment when I brought the first song and she asked me before we take the break, she said, so what'd you do? Go online and put the title of our theme in? And I said, yeah, what's wrong? She's like, did you look up the artist? And I'm like, no. She's like, hence the reason you will not select any more songs, period, exclamation point, whatever you want to call it. So from that point forward, Belinda Carrington has been selecting all of the motivational sounds that you hear between each one of our segments in every episode. So on that note, you can come back and rebuttal that if you like, but we're going to take that quick station break and we will be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and I hurriedly got us off at the last break. And because I hurriedly got us off, I just want to let you know, I want to be fair. Belinda was about to share her vision, her perspective of why I don't get to select songs anymore for our show. So Belinda, I'm going to be fair. Why don't you tell the folks that are listening why I can no longer select a emphasis on a song? Well, it's not so much that you can't. Uh, that's just not your area. And one thing we've learned in this nonprofit is to kind of stay in our lane. Needless to say, you beard off for just a brief moment, but it's okay. Um, mm -hmm. In choosing the songs, I think they have to be relatable for our, our listening audience. And also, I try to choose songs based on the topics that we're going to be discussing. And it's very intentional, the songs. You know, I love music, all genres of music. So you may hear anything from gospel to pop to R&B to country because there is a listening audience for all of that. And we want to be all inclusive. So in doing that, I have to keep in mind every time we take a break, 
if somebody's listening to something that may not interest them, the music could possibly keep them on. So before they know it, then they're listening to the next segment and they may hear something that they would have otherwise missed if the music lost them. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, I'm thankful, y'all. I do get to select the intro song, which we know is William McDowell. I give myself away and I tell you when I hear it, I've had people to say, hey, I missed you guys. And I go, did you hear the song? So what I've learned, even sometimes we may have, we may be running a a little bit tardy just because another show was so engaging and so informative. So it pushes us back just a couple of minutes, but I just have to applaud Sandra for her amazing job and managing all of us. I mean, there's so many co-hosts that are on the weekend listening experience. Remember, we started out on Thursday nights, Belinda, and mm-hmm. thankfully we talked about themes back then, but with our new go forward strategy of having a more concise, I guess, menu of choices or topic areas, which we talked about, we're going to, they say I can make up my own word and I have, blinth being that we're going to be talking about business, legal matters, education, nonprofit, technology, healthcare. Those are the topic overarching topic areas but I must say you just kind of refashion my thoughts because now the question is how do we how will you keep and you don't have to answer it's more rhetorical but what will be your strategy or will it be the same for selecting music now that we don't always know by the way ladies and gentlemen the songs that she selected we can just tell you there have been a theme and I didn't always listen to them she sends them to me, packaged all up. I send them to the producer, which is Sandra. And needless to say, Mary and I have been on the back end talking about what should fall in the category. So Mary, I can't thank you enough for sharing your perspectives because a lot of times I couldn't flush it out. But to my surprise, to God be the glory, every song has added value to each show, Belinda. So I want to publicly thank you for maybe just your... I guess you have the, maybe that is right. That's your lane. How about that? Hence the reason I am no longer selecting songs. If you text me, you're not getting a song that I made. I'll be happy to share our playlist, but to God be the glory. Thank you, Miss Belinda, for making us look really, really good. You're quite welcome. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) And pleasure's all mine. So let's keep it going here. We've been talking about how the music has impacted and what what the purpose of the music is behind the the scenes here and how it comes off. If you ever want to hear one of our follow-up shows, FYI, we are working untiringly to try and turn all of these into podcasts so that you can go back to one of our, to actually to our website and click on one of the the actual uh, speakers, but know that there won't be any music in between. So due to copyright laws, we are not able to, to carry over the music. So I would challenge you, please stay connected as we go through each week because the music, in my humble opinion, makes the show. So there you go. Got it off my chest. So let's just keep it moving. Let's talk about where do we go from here with our nonprofit in terms of this talk show? Do we want to keep every Saturday or is it time to say once a month, twice a month? Or can I'm willing if you're willing. What are your thoughts? Well, I think we have to kind of play it by ear. Uh, as long as we have guests that are coming forth, that are informative and want 
to share. And we have an audience that's eager to listen. I think we can stay. I think we can stay with the weekly, you know, and we'll adjust as needed. And I think that's one of the strengths of our organization is the flexibility that we have been pretty good at understanding the climate that we're in and making the necessary adjustments to sustain. You know, those are my favorite words. No matter where I go, if somebody has heard our show, believe it or not, we have gotten so many text messages and or emails or phone calls where people have just been excited because of the information that we've been bringing forward, especially in this pandemic season. And with that said, I must admit, there have just been some, I don't know, Belinda, what are you hearing out there? I mean, I can share what I'm hearing, but what are you hearing? Have you heard anybody talk about any of the, the guests that we've had on, whether or not what they've said been helpful? I have. Um, I've had a lot of, uh, especially seniors who listen and they give me feedback. Um, they've enjoyed the show with uh, Sharon Larry. Uh, talking about wills and estate planning. And that's one of the topics that's so necessary that people shy away from talking about. And when they're able to hear it, it taught them how to approach it with their family members. And where they didn't understand the significance of it, she kind of laid it out for them in layman terms where they could understand why all of this stuff was necessary. So I had a lot of positive feedback on that. And uh, of course we had uh, the tax, we had taxes. Somebody talked about taxes. That was actually uh, our class member. And that win. And that win, yay! um, 78 Rebound High School. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) And Gregory Atwaters. from the legal side as an attorney, practicing attorney, talking about uh, legalities and things that we didn't even think about. Like for instance, you did the block party. Yeah. And uh, he let us know that there were things that need to be done as simple as that seems to be able to get people together who live on the street. And you start, he started talking about the liabilities involved and how many people and whether you need security or whether you need, is it in line with the city ordinance and all of this kind of stuff that we don't think about every day. So a lot of the stuff that he shared was uh, very helpful. Very, very, I mean, very helpful. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you realize, literally we are online when these shows are airing. So if you send us something, I remember even something as simple as one day, I don't know if we just lost connection or what, but sometimes when you're losing connection, it might just mean that you need to refresh, not to be mean, but I too have had to do it. But before we get ready to take our second break here, I do want to let those that don't know much about IGMA know that we do have a website and that's www.igmainc.org. Once again, www.igmainc.org. And if you want to reach us, you can do it in one of two ways. You can send us an email at admin at igmainc.org. Once again, that's admin at igmainc.org. And last but not least, we'll even take a text, 770-422-4048. 
once again, 770-422-4048. And you're listening to today, Ms. Melinda Carrington, our CFO, and myself, Dr. Angela Griffin, the CEO, in the absence of our two main partners in crime, that would be Mary P. Ford, who is our board president. And then, of course, there's Sandra Dunson, who is not only our chief administrative officer, she is also the producer of Artistic Throttle. And I tell you that alone, guys, she's celebrating a year. We're at the year mark. So we're just going to take a quick break, gather up. And we're going to come right back and we're going to keep talking about a few more of the great topics that came on, not to mention all of them have been great, but some of them have just netted us a return from our listeners. So if you will take that next break with us and we will be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking that quick break with us. Again, I hope you're enjoying the motivational sounds by our very own Miss Belinda Carrington, our CFO. So. On that note, I am just curious, Belinda, we were leaving off when we left off, we talked a little bit about some of the shows where we've gotten feedback. Now, that's not to say, ladies and gentlemen, that we've not gotten feedback almost on every show. Somebody will text and say, that was quite informative. There were great tips, yada, 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 and keep going. But just thinking back, Belinda, do you recall we had to do a couple of shows back to back? You remember, who was that? Uh, Dr. Paul, Dr. William Paul with nonprofits. Yeah, we did with service and nonprofits and uh, real estate. Yes. So, Um, I mean, it was just too much to get in. And literally people started calling him to the point we have since partnered with them so that we can do some things differently here on our side. But just out of curiosity, outside of Dr. Paul having to be a double up, were there any other shows that you strictly remember people just saying, hey, got to have more? Any come to mind right now? I mean, granted, we uh, get that. Yes. Uh, we had a young man, uh, Lawrence Broomfield, on oh, technology. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we got quite a bit of feedback on that because we were in a time where parents were having to stay home with the kids and the learning was virtual and not everybody was familiar with the technology and it was frustrating parents. And we had some elderly that needed some help doing some basic things. And he addressed so many of those things. And we had a lot of feedback where people were saying it helped them. It made that life during that time a lot simpler for them. So that was a good one. I do remember that. It's interesting because when you brought him to him, I'm like, I don't know this man, but it really, to me, strengthened me as a host, because now not only do we have to help him make sure he has a first impression, one that's lasting. And although he knew a lot, the two of us came and put our heads together. And he said, so how do you want to handle? I said, you know what, let's keep this real simple. Going back to your point as to why so many people were helped. We literally took the word technology and he, we did kind of a call and response. I remember that show. Oh, that was a lot of fun. And for every letter, he broke down how we can implement with a little less stress technology. Man, I remember that. Oh yes, that was really, really good. As a matter of fact, my mom ended up calling him to thank him personally. And just FYI, for those that didn't know, we're just being transparent here. He literally said to me, he said, Dr. A, I don't know if it was coincidental, but I had somebody call me for a job interview. So 
just to let you know, these shows are not, not just happenstance. They are intentional and we are really trying to empower, train and develop, carry out our mission. So if for no other reason, if we didn't mention your name, uh, Belinda and I and the board have been talking about how do we keep the knowledge going forth? Because sometimes people can't always make our show at the desired time. So know that we've all agreed that the goal now is for us to work behind the scene. We've got some technical help aboard now that's going to help us make sure we take all of these radio broadcasts and turn them into podcasts. Just know, unfortunately, we cannot take the music due to copyright laws. So we regret to inform you. If you want to hear the hot off the press motivational sounds each week, then please join us at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Central Time. So on that note, so, so where do we want to go from here, Belinda? We, we've talked a little bit and share people, you know, with what, what's been going on behind the scenes. Is there something that's just pressing on your heart right now that maybe we should look at? Oh, I know before, I'm not going to even let you answer. I know we need to talk about this. A lot of people say, well, how is the, that your nonprofit has continued to sustain itself during this pandemic? You remember some things that we have done maybe some of the initiatives that we've taken on during the pandemic that we might not have otherwise taken on that you recall? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest part was staying true to our mission for one and and being committed. And uh, another thing, and during, during this whole time, especially during the pandemic, where everybody had to go virtual, we were doing a lot of stuff virtual anyway you know, other than our major functions and initiatives, but a lot of our work was already virtual, so it wasn't that big of a transition. One thing I'd like to advise people to do is just keep your expenses as low as possible. You know, put the money where it needs to be. You know, and you know, a lot of times we can spend money on fluff, but stick to the substance of your organization and it'll be successful, you know, have a plan and follow it. But then in following that plan, please understand that even the best made plans, sometimes you have to be flexible. And I'm a firm believer that anything that doesn't bend will break. Absolutely. You know, in thinking of that, you know, we wanted to do all of these events in the midst of the uh, prior to the pandemic. We had talked about it in our strategic meeting, talking about what our strategy would be for going forward. And I'm happy to report, and you may recall as well, we took advantage of social media, Zoom. Uh, just thinking back at the onset of the pandemic, Belinda, you might recall we did the Buddy Love Bags helping seniors. Oh my gosh, that went over so well. I had students calling from, one of my students called from London. God knows, I can't remember her name right off, but she was so excited that she was able to take advantage of a community service project and she didn't really have to leave where she was at. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, that made so much sense. One friend, former student that went to school with us, uh, Reggie Todd, he even said, you know, I remember he, y'all forgive me, but his words were, I butt dial you accidentally because he was saying, get your bags, get your bags. And I'm like, hello, hello. And so he literally said, oh, this is Reggie. I apologize. I butt dial you. I was getting my grandkids together and we were getting ready to go deliver our buddy love bags. So 
that was powerful. And some other things that happened, my brain is rolling over here. What else do you remember we did? Well, and keep in mind, because so, not everybody knows what the Buddy Love bag was. Yeah, that's right. Just letting people know that during the shutdown where people weren't getting out as much, you know, when during a time where I think we took it a lot more serious back then than we are even now. And a lot of seniors weren't getting out and the necessities, toilet tissue, hand sanitizer. And this was stuff that was flying off the shelves that they were unable to get sometimes going in the store. Um, tissue, uh, paper towels, just the basic necessities. And the appreciation that people had for those simple items. Absolutely. Uh, As a matter of fact, one lady even let us know, because by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we also put a note in, we ask any volunteer, if you're going to do it, you can do it under the name of IGMA, but make sure you put a note. You can type it, handwrite it or whatever, but a note to say to whomever you might be giving it to, male or female, you've not been forgotten. And we here at IGMA, we want you to know that we still care. We still see you and the tears, the calls. Oh my goodness. Mm. I had forgotten about that one initially, but yeah, that one. And, and we had zoom classes. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Mike Morris. Oh yes, man. All I can say was his desire to teach us yoga. And he was our very first recipient of our educational scholarship. By the way, we do give out scholarships still in Georgia, but that was phenomenal because he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then we were able to partner with him, be on when he was online. And he started with a couple of people and it just grew. I think he's probably turned it into a full-fledged business now because people are realizing in order to cope, we need to de-stress. We need to relax. And I never Absolutely. thought I'd be online doing that, but there I was on my mat. And then we're talking about sustaining a nonprofit and that's the beauty of it when you you know you're doing it right is when the people that you've helped they come back and they sow a seed into you absolutely you know and paying it forward and that's and, and that's very important because that sustains you anytime you have people coming back and saying hey I want to help you help me people don't forget it's like that saying that people may forget what you say and what you do, but they don't forget how you made them feel. That is so true. You are so right. The most important thing to me has been when people are writing into us saying that they want to be on our show. That's nice. Not to say that we've had to turn a lot of people away because we've been intentional in our request of trying to make sure we locate or identify ordinary people that may be doing extraordinary things in the community, running a business, running a nonprofit, teaching, learning, advice, legal matters. I mean, we could keep going with this, but when you say we stay true to our mission and vision, all I can say is amen. We do, we do, we do. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I've gotten carried away here. I forgot why, where I was even at. So forgive me for that, but we've got to take our final break and as we take our final break, we'll try and come back and maybe wrap up to encourage you to go to our website so you can see some of the many blessings, not to mention we do this. We don't take salaries here at IGMA. All the resources that you send to us, they go back out into our respective service areas. So on that note, we encourage you to 
jump over and look at our website during the break and we will be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can imagine right now I'm feeling teary because I feel excited, happy, thankful. And at the same time, I'm feeling like, oh, it's time to go. The hour has come and gone. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to have to prepare to help Belinda and I turn off the lights. Before we can do that, we just want to kind of recap a couple of nuggets and maybe share some of our go forward so you know what to expect from us. So Belinda, out of curiosity, we've talked about a lot this evening. Are there a couple of nuggets that you we may have said already, just in case somebody is chiming in for the first time and just catching the last half of our show that you really want to impress upon our listeners before we hang up for the evening? Uh, sure. We talked about a lot of things and one of it being the nonprofit and being able to sustain for this uh, year on the radio show and during the pandemic and just want to keep people encouraged that if you're thinking about starting a nonprofit uh, or a business period, then now is as good a time as any. If your job has ended and that thing that you've always wanted to do and you never had time to do it, now's the time to put it into plans. And if you have a nonprofit to sustain, just stay true to your mission. If your mission was important enough for you to write it down in the beginning, it should be just as important to you now to stay true to it and that will sustain you. Start with a, a strong foundation. Anytime you start with a strong foundation, you'll be able to weather the storms. And we have, and being flexible and virtual is very important now. Yeah. And staying connected to the people that have helped you along the way or people that you've helped along the way so they can sow a seed back into your organization. Absolutely. Speaking of people, ladies and gentlemen, all I can tell you, we've had so many guests. We will post a thank you to our guests who have come aboard. And pretty soon the strategy going forward is that we've got to turn each one of these talk shows into a podcast. So definitely stay tuned to click on a subject matter that you may have heard. You'll be able to click back on it. But again, we remind you, that you won't be able to hear all of the wonderful sounds by Miss Carrington selection, no doubt. I can help her, but I can't select. So let's just keep that in mind. I'll stay in my lane. Not to mention, guys, I don't know if you know, when you're running a nonprofit, we have a tendency to stay right where we started. But thanks to the pandemic, and I'll say it again, the pandemic has created the opportunities for new norms. And in that, We've made a collective decision amongst our board to have not only a Georgia presence, but also a Florida presence. And what we're looking at is taking the Georgia presence, keeping it in stride with giving out the scholarships, educational scholarships between our service area recipients who actually apply and get awarded. Not everybody that applies is awarded because people don't always follow instructions. I want to throw that out. In addition to that, We'll keep that going. And we also sow seeds over into Alabama State. So for those single parents that are at Alabama State, be sure and ask about the William Donald Paul Endowment Scholarship, which is why we even started this whole journey in this nonprofit arena. And then in Florida, rather than trying to figure out who to get scholarships to, 
because I'm now here, the board has authorized me to make sure that we have a presence collaborating with other profit and nonprofit businesses. So I'm very, very thankful for that. Two of our most recent partners will be Legal Shield. So if you were fortunate to hear the episode with Sharon Larry, she elaborated on it. You can call us because a lot of the proceeds that we render as a result of our partnership actually come back to help support and sustain. And as Belinda said earlier, Belinda, you were right. We have to not try and live outside of our means, stay true to the mission. And then we don't start adding all of these offices and all the things that we don't need. So I'm thankful that we have that partnership. And also we are partnering with Church on the Road under Dr. William Paul, who has been very instrumental in helping us even determine what our mission was. So I'm, it was his idea to put the word coping in it. And that was 11 years ago, basically. And here we are today, full circle, and it has such greater meaning. So I definitely want to say thank you guys. Mary, I can't say enough about you, our board president, who doesn't always come out front, but ladies and gentlemen, Belinda, you can echo me. We have four dynamic women. And we each, have, as you said, when we did our inaugural 10 year, we each have our own strengths. And Mary, thank you so much for your wisdom that you sow into all of us. And no doubt, Sandra, for this golden opportunity to be even in this space of empowering people. We get to empower, train, and develop, just like our mission said. So, Linda, if you want to add anything to what I've already said, please feel free. You know I can't thank you enough as well. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't do this without all of you ladies. So don't leave me because you leave, then I may have to pull the plug. I don't think anybody else is going to put up with me. But did you want to add any other? Just comments? ditto the thanks to Mary, <laughs> Sandra, you. It's it's been it's been a fun ride. Uh, I'm looking forward with anticipation to the things that we're going to do in the future because I feel like this is just the beginning. We have not touched the surface of all that we're going to do or want to do. Even during the pandemic, we're going to keep reaching out and letting people know that we care and what matters to them matters to us. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that word pandemic again. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not that we don't have an opinion <laughs> about what's happening, but I do want to take a quick minute. Belinda, if you could just... How do you feel about the pandemic, the mask? Do you think we need to do things differently? I just, I can't let the night go without you at least parting some wisdom about that topic. Well, I just want to encourage everybody. And I know getting a vaccine is a personal choice and nobody wants to strong arm anybody into doing it. But the pandemic, getting the vaccination, that was the selfish part. That was to protect you. Now we have children out there who cannot get the vaccination and wearing a mask is for them. Please, is it too much to ask to ask that you be uncomfortable for a little while and wear a mask, please? If not for yourself, do it for somebody's child if you don't have one of your own. Oh, man, I, we could stay there and I know we got to wrap up. But just before we go, Again, ladies and gentlemen, we need you. We don't do this without you. So I must say thank you immensely to everyone 
that comes and hang out with us every week, every Saturday, sharing your views, your thoughts, your perspective. Who knows, one day we'll be live, but until then, we've got to stay within the means that we've been afforded to host this All That Matters talk show. So please remember to visit our website, igmainc.org. You can write to us. You can learn more about our offerings. You can see how you might be able to partner with us. We don't take it lightly. We need you. And we sincerely thank you for giving us your time every time we connect with you. You can email us at admin at igmainc.org. We know IGMA stands for I Give Myself Away. We hope that we can just impress upon others to do likewise. Or feel free to call us at 770-422-4048. Be sure, if nothing else, in addition to supporting us, please take the time to listen to the exciting other radio personalities here on Artistic Throttle Radio. This is a radio station that doesn't get all the great monies that you see. The producer does it all by herself. So I promise you, every time you listen, you encourage, you empower us. And soon we're going to have some analytics to talk about how many listeners we get for every show. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, Belinda, before you leave to at least impart with us tonight, some of your awesome words of wisdom. And oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because there is going to be a Carrington column coming up soon on our website. So if you like what you hear now, there'll be more. So Belinda, would you give us some words of wisdom that we can gnaw on until we come back together again next Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard and 4 p.m. Central Standard Time? Sure. Well, Angie, you and I, we always talk about the five W's of life which is the who, what, when, where, and why. Who you are is what makes you special. Stay true to yourself. What lies ahead will always be a mystery. Do not be afraid to explore. When life pushes you over, you push back harder. Where there are choices to make, make the one you won't regret. Why things happen will never be certain. Take it in stride and move forward. And I'd like to also remind you when things aren't going or materializing as quickly as you think they should, remember God's timing is always perfect. Well, on that note, all I can do is say amen and ask our listeners to remember what we value here at IGMA Inc. is all that matters to you. And on behalf of our amazing officers, Mary P. Ford, our president, Belinda Carrington, our CFO, Dr. Sandra Dunson, our Chief Administrative Officer, and myself, Dr. Angela Griffin, the who, whatever needs to be done person in the room. So we encourage you to continue to know that we value all of you. We encourage you to remain happy, healthy, and safe, and be true to not only yourself, but those things that you believe in most. Remember, your vision your mission matter to us. On that note, Belinda, thank you so much for taking one for the team. I'm going to say good night to you and to all of our awesome listeners for all that matters talk show.